to use that opportunity to go and, and indoctrinate these kids with your street ghetto philosophy. Certain point. If you raise your level of income to the status of a rock star, then uh -huh, uh -huh, then, right. then you got to keep coming up with ways to maintain that status. We, I mean, I'm not even, I'm not even saying eat meat, but at least put some cereal in the milk. Come on. <laughs> you, that's like taking six, 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 the mark of the beast, and redefining it, like Biggie tried to do, and saying, no, it means this or that. No, 666 is 666, you can call it holy 666, but it's still the mark of the beast. Whether it's welcome or unwelcome, you as preachers of the word are to show people in what way their lives are wrong. We welcome you now to A True Church Perspective with Pastor G. Craig Lewis. Enlistment in God's army requires a certain code of conduct. When we accept Jesus Christ as our personal savior, our behavior should what? Change as well as our ethics or our core values. 2 Corinthians 5 and 17. Therefore, if any man is engrafted in Christ, the Messiah, he is a what? He's a what? New creation. All together. This is amplified. The old previous moral and spiritual condition has passed away. Behold, the fresh and new has what? Become. Has come. The key to this passage, which most people miss, is the word behold. Because the word behold means look and see. Maybe you hear the Bible say behold. It's saying look and see. Take your physical eyes and look. Your change, being engrafted in Christ, being a new creation, should be able to be looked upon by the natural eyes. Someone should be able to look at you and see a difference in you and the world. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, you don't have to, I'm not saying you walk around looking like a preacher and a teacher of the word. But I'm saying you carry yourself differently. If somebody see you somewhere and you got a blackened mouth hanging out your mouth and cussing at the gas man and everything, asking them for some zigzag, I mean... Dude, ain't nothing new. Ain't, you ain't nothing changed. Your spiritual, spiritual condition is the same. So behold, I can't look and see a difference in you. Yeah, I keep my Jesus deep down within. Shut up. Some foolishness. No, man, I ought to be able to look and tell. The minute you start talking, I ought to be able to sense that there's something different about you. There should be a spiritual difference. Behold, look and see something happened. Something changed. Amen? Amen. That's why we've been talking about all these personal issues and stuff. I mean, you, you can't be depressed and, and sad all the time and down in the dumps and kicking rocks every time. I mean, it doesn't look like God is in your life. A sinner come to you, hey man, I need a little help. Well, I need help too. Dude, I was wondering if you can talk to me. You know, I, I want to know a little something about uh, God, you know, because I know he's our father. Father! Did you say father? Because my daddy, he wasn't in my life. That's why I'm trying to get you past those issues. Amen? So you can help somebody. Can't have no trigger words. Father! <laughs> Look at somebody and say, let it go. Let it go. 
on, man. Forgive your folks and move on. Core values are moral principles. This is the definition of ethics too. Moral principles that govern a person or group's behavior. When we are in God's army, we are governed by his behavioral code, not our own. Look at somebody say, not yours, but his. It's not yours. You don't make this up as you go. You don't decide to do what you want to do. It's all in the Bible. Every, look at somebody say, everything's in the Bible. Everything. Everything. Everything you're trying to do. Don't try to say, well, you know, now this isn't in the word. Yes, it is. Everything. God is not going to give you a code of conduct and it be incomplete. Amen. It's all there. You just have to know how to find it and you got to come to church. You get some core values. Maybe you can stabilize yourself. That's not what we're here for. We're not here to have fun and games. Some of these messages are going to hurt you. But I discipline myself. Like Paul said, I bring my body under subjection. And I make myself subject to the truth. Whether it hurts me or not, it's only hurting me because of the error of my ways. My ways. But I, I subject myself to the truth so that I can change behaviorally and accept God's core values over mine. See, my decisions get me in trouble. So I want to learn to be governed by God's behavioral code because his code protects me. Matthew 5 and 48. Be ye therefore perfect, even as your father, which is in heaven, is perfect. That's too strong for somebody. Ah, nobody's perfect. Well, the Bible and perfect, it doesn't mean you never make a mistake. He's talking about maturity. That's what he's talking about. Be mature. Meaning that I'm not making dumb decisions like I made 10 years ago. I've matured. But if you don't go anywhere where maturation is dealt with or, be, uh, or growing is even emphasized, then you're going to stay the same. You're going to be a spiritual retard. That's what a retarded person is. They, their mind has not developed. Their body has, but their mind hasn't. And that's what you are spiritually. You big, you in here grown. But you're still doing 10-year-old stuff. That's right. However, this does not only pertain to sins of the flesh. So when God is talking about this, this is not just talking about you going and sinning and messing up. No. It also pertains to how we carry the truth. Philippians 2 and 15. That ye may be blameless and harmless, the sons of God without rebuke, in the midst of a crooked and perverse nation, among whom ye shine as lights in the world. If you take that light and put it under a bushel, it's good for nothing. Take that salt and the salt has no flavor. It's useless. Code of conduct. A good soldier is what? Faithful. Faithful. We should carefully consider making vows. But if we make a promise, we should what? Keep it. Especially as men, your wife should not hear a promise out of your mouth that you can't keep. Amen. Don't agree to do something in the church. Yeah, brother, I got it. I got it. I'll I'll do that. And then not be on your post and not be faithful to it. Amen. Just don't say nothing. When I'm looking for somebody, just duck. 
yeah, you know you can't be here. You know you got a problem. You know something's wrong with you. I've been like this since I was a child, man. Everybody wake up and my head is glued to the pillow with snot. Then why, why did you take the job? You got, you're a sleepaholic. Your snooze button, the word snooze, it just said ooze because you didn't hit it so much. You know you can't get up. Why are you? Uh, yes, yes, I, yes, I want to I wanna unlock the building every, every Sunday. Why don't you just close the building? You, you make sure it's closed. We know you'll be here by then. I'll, yes, I'll handle all the locks when everyone leaves. If you make promises, you got to keep it. Keeping our word speaks volumes about our character. Matthew 5 and 37. But let your communication be what? Yay, yay. The second yay means do the yay. Nay, nay. Second nay means I'm not going to do it. For whatsoever is more than these cometh of evil. What this scripture is basically saying is you, are, you, you have no fortitude, spiritual fortitude, when you don't know how to say no. Oh, I didn't get an amen there. You have to know as a believer, as a soldier, you have to know how to say no. No. Now, there are a, a plethora of ways to say no without hurting somebody's feelings. You have to learn those things. You'll mature in those things. But don't do stuff that you don't want to do. Right. Amen. Just say no. Just say no, brother. Um, we moving again and I need somebody to help uh, unload our truck. Dude, that's a semi. <laughs> Last time we did it, it took three days to unload all your stuff. Well, I know, you know, we brothers in the ministry do. We brothers, but no. Waking you up at four in the morning. Hey, Doc. Why are you moving at four? Nothing on the street is moving. Sound like you're trying to be out by a certain time. I know how that works. You hopping the leash. They got me aiding and abetting because I'm a brother in Christ. No, dude. No. Yeah, we're a wonderful church here. I love all of y'all, but you know, some people here grew up a little different than you did. So they don't know where to draw the line. You got to show them where the line is. But the line is right here. Yes, I brought you some food Tuesday. But you don't ask for more on Thursday. That was a donation because I love you. But Thursday, I'm feeding my family. No. But yeah, so don't take advantage of people. But some people don't know that they're taking advantage of you. It's up to you to tell them. You don't have to tell them, hey, brother, you're taking advantage of me. Just say, oh, no, brother, I think I'm going to do something a little different. Hey man, you should never get used to folks doing stuff for you. Because don't nobody owe you nothing. But yeah, nobody owes you anything in here, so don't be expecting it. If it happens, yeah. But don't expect it. We're not taking advantage of people in here. And don't let me find out about it, I'm going to call you. I'm like, brother, quit asking for stuff. But if you say you're going to do it, do it. But a good soldier tells the truth. We should not lie in order to fulfill our selfish desires. Lord, have mercy. Lying. Let me tell you the kind of lie that aggravates me when folks make a story. Embellishing. That makes me mad. I want to fight you. When you got to make it worse to try to prey on my sympathy. And motivate me to do something. Make it worse. You know what I'm saying? Dude, if you need some gas money, just say you need some gas money. You know how the people do at the gas station? It ain't never just, hey, man, I, can I get a dollar for some gas? No, they got to tell you stuff. Hey, man, I, 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 let me tell you what happened. 
I was in Vietnam. <laughs> Viet? In the, you went back to the sick earth, man. God, just shut up. Here's three dollars. I'll pay you three dollars to hush. You know, tell me all that, man. You know, I don't give him money. I was like, where's your car? Okay, because I'm going to take the gas to you. Oh, well, I don't have a gas can. I have one. <laughs> My car need a boost, man. I was wondering if I could. Dude, what does money have to do with a boost? <laughs> you should have made up a better story. And I tell him that, too. I said, dude, you, you should have made up a better story because money and a boost don't have nothing. I have some jumper cables and a battery. Amen. Man, I'm hungry, man. If I could just get something. Dude, what do you want? I'm going to go get it and bring it back. Amen. That's how I do. Hey. But anyway, tell the truth. Moreover, we should not lie to look better than others. We live truthful and honest lives. We experience freedom. Colossians 3 and 9 says, lie not one to another, seeing that you have put off the old man with his deeds. That's the way you used to be. You used to have to lie to get attention. You don't do that in the kingdom here. You don't be, do that. That's why we don't have no testimony service here, man. You ain't going to get up and try to just rock the crowd with your uh, Neo from the Matrix story. How you block bullets in your neighborhood just by putting your hand out, man. We ain't doing that. Lie not one to another, man. That's not making you look better. A good soldier is what? We are obligated to serve on our post. If you're a soldier, that's your post. Whether in ministry or on our jobs, we should be what? Dependable. Dependable. We must be committed to our duties and others must be able to count on us to fulfill our obligations to the mission. Colossians 3 and 23. And whatsoever you do, do it what? Heartedly as to the Lord and not unto men. How many of you come here as unto the Lord? That's why you come to church. Do you come to church to be seen of people? Do you come to church so you can put on your resume that you have a church? Do you come to church just so you can floss your new clothes? No, you come to church as unto the Lord to give God praise, fellowship with your brothers and sisters in the Lord, right? Well, if we're doing it unto the Lord, we have to do it heartily. Amen. Knowing that of the Lord, ye shall receive the reward of the inheritance for ye serve the Lord Christ. A good soldier is what? Respectful. We should treat all people with dignity and grace. We must adhere to God's chain of command. We treat people with grace, dignity. Amen? Amen. I've talked about it before. Our children in here, we don't call people by their first name. We don't do, we're not that kind of church. No, no, no. You tell them to put a title before it, miss, mister, something, brother, sister, something. Teach your kids that. Amen. Your kids don't call me G. Craig. I will correct them. Nope, no, no, you don't call me that. You don't even call your school teachers by their first name. Don't come in here with that. They need to learn respect and honor. Amen? That's right. Yeah, I mean, come on. It just makes sense. Now, they shouldn't be calling you. Well, I'm best friends with my child. You're an idiot. 
How are you going to whoop your best friend? I already know you don't give your kid whoopings. Amen. You can't whoop them and be their best friend. That don't even make no sense. No. Amen. I love Landon. That's my boy. But I ain't his boy. I'm his daddy. Jonathan, love Jonathan. That's my boy, but I ain't his boy. Better call me daddy. Hey Amen. We, 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 we have to keep etiquette going on in here the right way. Amen. Amen. We respect people. I'm telling you, I got some men. I know they don't read their Bible, but once a year. But they call themselves a pastor. So you know what I call them? Pastor. How you doing, pastor? Just out of respect. I know this brother. Veggie tales would confuse him. You want to be judged as a pastor? Yeah, you put the title on that, so you're going to be judged as one. Is that what you want to be judged as? No, I'm trying to reduce myself to the lowest slave. <laughs> Shoot. <laughs> Judge me as a slave. I didn't know no better. We must adhere to God's chain of command. A good soldier honors those in positions. Women's. Your husband is not abusing his authority, but you should respect his authority. Amen. Amen. Don't try to level the playing field because it's not level. The Bible said that the woman is the weaker vessel. Amen. So quit trying to physically whip him, <laughs> manipulate him, and get back at him because he's in that position. No, respect it because it's only going to help you. Because after you de-demean him and after you emasculate him and effeminize him, then you don't want him. You think that's what you want because that's what you saw your mama do. Uh-oh. And after you've done it, you realize I shouldn't do that because now I don't even like him because he's so weak and sorry. Well, his tail wasn't tucked till he got out of your boot camp. You all in his head and just, I mean, stripped him of his fortitude. Now you don't like him. Furthermore, he firmly guides without abuse of his power those under his leadership. Yeah. Um, if somebody's under your leadership, you have to guide them. That's what being a leader is. You don't do it. You don't abuse your power, but you definitely firmly guide. Make sense? Philippians 2 and 3. Let nothing be done through strife or vainglory, but in lowliness of mind, let each esteem others better than themselves. A good soldier is what? Steadfast. Steadfast. No matter what obstacle or adverse condition befalls us, we must not concede to the enemy. We should continue to stand in the face of danger and persecution. 1 Corinthians 15 and 58. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. For as much as you know that your labor is not in vain. Steadfast, unmovable. Sounds like it's adamant to me. Adamant, unmovable, unshakable. We are unbreakable, adamant believers. Right? Right? Well, if you're going to be adamant, that means that you are steadfast. 
That means no matter what happens, you're going to be steadfast. You're going to stand in the face of danger and persecution. That's hard to do sometimes. A good soldier is what? I said a good soldier is what? A superior officer is not concerned with good soldiers following their orders because good soldiers can be trusted. That's what a good soldier is, man. A superior officer can't be worried about his soldiers shooting him. I done gave y'all all M16s, man. Soon as I turn around, God, God, God. man, what is this? Dude, I ain't passing out no more guns. I ain't passing no more guns out. I gotta give y'all water guns first. Skeet, skeet, see? I knew if I gave you the real gun, I'd have been out of here. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Come on. Y'all know how hard that makes the job of a pastor? Therefore, he must remain trustworthy and not veer from his plan. 1 Corinthians 4 and 2. Moreover, it is essentially required of stewards that a man should be found what? Faithful. Faithful. Because when you're faithful, you prove yourself worthy of trust. When you're faithful. When you're faithful. Some people haven't been faithful to anything in their whole life. Time to start. Time to start. Be be faithful to ABC. Be faithful to be here. Be here on time. Then I can trust you. Mm -hmm. Summary. Woo, it took a long time to get here. (laughs) I mean, these things needed to be said. Didn't they need to be said? Amen. Y'all still, we we still cool. We still cool. I guess we'll know next week. Good soldiers are usually decorated with medals of honor, but the goal of a soldier should not be the attainment of medals and accolades. A good soldier should always be focused on successfully completing a mission. Look at somebody say it's about the mission. In return, he will be rewarded for his outstanding service. We are soldiers of the cross and we should never forget what we are fighting. We are fighting against principalities, powers, rulers of darkness and spiritual wickedness in high places. We are fighting because these adversaries have raw believers of their God-given authority in the earth. Our purpose is to bring light into the world and enable people to overcome sin, dysfunction and despair. The Lord trains us to lead others out of bondage. But first, believers must be healed, delivered, and set free in God's boot camp. Our lives, our homes, and our children should be reflections of our deliverance and godly success. Our victory over Satan and his snares should work as incentives for others. Did you hear that? Our victory over Satan and his snares should work as incentives. Make other people want to buy into it. Although this fight is not easy, we must persevere. A good soldier must continue to fight for the cause under all circumstances and stand his ground until all orders are fulfilled. Second Timothy 2 and 7. Think over these things I am saying. Understand them and grasp their application for the Lord will grant you full insight and understanding in everything. Constantly keep in mind. Some of y'all forgot you prayed that. You forgot you prayed that. You are here. 
Because you prayed that. You prayed, God, I need you to show me what I need to do. I need you to show me where I need to be. I need you to give me what I need, God, to overcome these issues. I need you to do it. I need you to do it. I need you to do it. I need you. You're here. That's why you're here. You forgot you prayed it. You're here. Some of you came a long way to be here. And God is taking care of those issues. Making you a different person. That's why you're here. The Lord will grant you full insight and understanding in what? Everything. That's why you're here. He's granting you understanding and insight. He's showing you how to plug the holes, how to fix it in the dysfunction. Constantly keep in mind Jesus Christ, the Messiah, as risen from the dead, as the prophesied king descended from David, according to the good news, the gospel that I preach. For that which is the gospel, I am suffering affliction and even wearing chains like a criminal. But the word of God is not changed or in prison. Do you? Boy, folks don't talk like this no more. Do you hear him? He said, I'm in chains. I'm shackled. My life, according to others, is grim. But as long as the gospel looks good and is the shining light, you can't imprison the truth. Therefore, I am ready to persevere and stand my ground with patience and endure everything for the sake of the elect. So I'm willing to endure it. And I take Paul's testimony to Timothy and I'm telling it to you. I'll endure it. I'll go through it for your sake. Yeah, I'll take the persecution and say what they want about me. Folks that leave or whatever, whatever. Don't, don't even worry about it. Don't sweat it. I'll take it for you. I'll take it because you're God's chosen. So that you too may obtain the salvation which is in Jesus Christ with the reward of eternal glory. That's what it's all about. I'll take one for the team as long as you will. Everyone stand. As long as we're a team, I'll take it. Everyone bow your heads. Father God, we just thank you, Lord. Thank you because you've enlisted us in this fight. Because we chose to be enlisted. We came to you. Many of us didn't know exactly what we were asking because your spirit revealed it to us, gave it to us even in groanings, gave it to us in moanings without even words. But God, we know that we want you to be God in our lives and you to do what you do best, delivering us from despair and dysfunction and the sin of this world. God, delivering us and putting us in a better place. So I pray right now, Father God, that this message that was preached won't find anyone angrily or it won't hurt anyone's feelings or make anyone upset, that no one will take it the wrong way, God. We just block the hands of the enemy, the whispers of the enemy, the words of the enemy, that they will not leave. People will not leave here and discuss this in the car and the devil bring up bad uh, uh, situations and spiritual abuse and things that took place prior to them being here that they will know that everything that was shared here was in love and it is true to your word. It reflects your word. It reflects truth. It reflects the light of your gospel. And God, we pray right now, Father God, that you would make us soldiers, strong, fortitude-bearing soldiers. Father God, you can trust us with the weapon. God, we're not going to fire at you with the weapon. We're not going to fire at those in authority with the weapon. But God, we will fire at the principalities spiritual wickedness in high places. God, those rulers of darkness, 
We'll fire at those things that don't belong in our lives, God. But we won't fire at each other. But we'll love each other and be brethren. Father God, we won't take advantage of each other. But we'll be trustworthy. We'll be reliable. Father God, we'll do better with our time management to be here, to to be on our post, to be what you need us to be so that we can carry your truth in a manner that acts as incentives for others. Father God, that we would bring others into the kingdom and bring them out of their despair and their dysfunction once we've conquered ours. And we'll give you glory and honor, God, as soldiers of the cross in Jesus' name. Amen. You've been listening to a true church perspective from G. Craig Lewis, founder of EX Ministries and pastor of Adamant Believers Council in Grand Prairie, Texas. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to be a financial blessing to us, please send your donation to EX Ministries, P.O. Box 24870, Fort Worth, Texas 76124, or donate online at www.exministries.com.